Hey, how are you, brother? Up, nice to see you. Good to see you too. How have you been? How's things? <clears throat> you know, just living the COVID dream. <laughs> you based in Brutal. LA? Yeah, LA is pretty bad right now, man. So, really? Uh, yeah, so we're just, I'm just enjoying the time with my girls and, you know, trying to keep myself busy without going crazy. How about you? Yeah, we just sort of came out of lockdown here in Australia. So we have zero cases now. We, wow. we um, They went really hard on the lockdown for, for a number of months there, but now I'm a bit more free. So that's not too bad. How many, you got two little girls, was it? I have uh, a little girl who's three years old, and then I have another little girl on the way. Oh, congratulations. When Thanks. is she due? <laughs> What'd you say? When, when is she due to come? Uh, June, June 23rd. Wow. Yeah. That's, uh, a lot that's of female energy. Yeah? How do yeah. you deal with that? You know, I'm cool with it. My wife, <laughs> my... my uh, you know, I have an older sister and my mom and most of my life, you know, I spent uh, mostly with them. But um, so, you know, I'm cool with the female energy. So talk to me about um, Cold War, mate. How did this come about? How did you land the role? Were you Did you know the magnitude of, of Call of Duty once, once you landed this role? Like how big this game series was? No, I had no idea. Wow. You know, yeah, I really had no clue. Um you know, the way, let me take these out. Uh, the way it worked out was, um, I don't even remember auditioning for it. And, you know, they don't, they don't tell you what it's for when you, um, you know, whenever you do audition, it's like some strange um, name. I think ours was Zeus. Something yeah. Like that. Yeah. That's what Lily said. And, uh, and uh, yeah, I didn't even know that I auditioned for it. And then all of a sudden I got the phone call um and they they wanted me to come in and when i came in they wouldn't even tell us the name yet mm. and i was like all right well what are we going to be doing and they were like well uh you're going to be shooting stuff and um you're a soldier and i was like cool she was like it could be call of duty <laughs> i was like yeah all right cool i don't <laughs> play i don't play video games so i had no idea uh the magnitude of it and then uh once we started getting into it you know, everybody started talking about how big of the Call of Duty series is and um, how devoted the fans are. And Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. How, you know, it's it's like the world. And then I started talking to buddies of mine who I never even knew played video games. And they were like, you know, um, I don't play any video games. But when Call of Duty comes out, I play I play it. I play the campaign and then I wait till next year when it opens. I was like, wow, that's that's yeah. awesome. Awesome. So. Uh yeah, so that's how it all went down, and then um, and then we started shooting all the stuff on stage, and you know we all, the whole cast just kind of fell in love with each other. Uh, I've heard that. I've heard you guys just got along, didn't you? Yeah, you know, there's always I don't know. Can we cuss on this? Can I yeah, cuss? yeah, but yeah, there's yeah. always an asshole, right? <laughs> you know, on set. Yeah, there's always an asshole. There's always somebody you're just like, ah, you make you make you know you're you're able to make the peace and stuff, but they just they're just an asshole. There wasn't there wasn't an asshole on this unless it was me and nobody was telling me. 
but yeah, we all just, the, the moment we met, we just kind of hit it off and we were all really comfortable, you know, in the creative process together. And um, everybody was just really supportive and fun. And, and yeah, it was tough. It was tough when COVID hit and we had so much left to do. And we, um, it sucked because we had to do it all on our own and our, you know, our makeshift sound booths instead of doing it all together the way that we all really wanted to do. Were you scheduled to do more uh, mocap sessions? Like a lot of mocap sessions or? No, I don't know. I don't know. Any of the... Yeah, I don't know any of the technical stuff, but I'm sure what they did was, you know, took what we had done prior and then and then just kind of added it into whatever we were going to be doing in those future scenes. Um, I, you know, there's only been a handful of scenes that I've seen um, that people yeah. have sent me from that. But all of those, yeah, we did on on the mocap stage. But I know Bruce and I'm sure DA and Reggie had a bunch of stuff that they would have done um, and Lily would have done on the um, on the sound stage, but weren't able to, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, 100%. Now, I was talking to, to Lily just the other day um, and she's definitely a character. She was a lot of fun to talk to. Um, she said, you guys... I wanted to ask you about this one scene. I don't know if you remember it where she said it was just one take and you just had one take. That was it. And it was you two back and forth and she was revealing her scars. Do you remember that scene? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. That was a great scene. It really was. What was yeah. that just chemistry coming alive or what? <clears throat> Talk to us. You know, it's funny because when we first started, um, uh, we, the first scene I think we did was the safe house scene where you meet everybody. Um, and, um, and, uh, you know, I kind of threw a wink at Lily in one of the, Oh, really? One of the takes. Yeah. And I just felt like just off uh, the bat, just, just, I just kind of, and so the director caught it and he was like, I saw a wink. I was like, yeah, I think, I think Lazar should have a little crush on park. <laughs> or on, on uh, yeah on park and 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 he was like yeah so then we started kind of we just kind of talked a little bit about it we just threw it out there and then you know lily was in you know she was on board because it just i don't know it just seemed funny mm. um that this gruff guy would have like this soft spot soft spot for her and yeah. then the next the next time we came in to do the um, some scenes in the sound stage they had written in a bunch of little lines um and some scenes that involve like that little that that you know that chemistry and relationship that that lazar really wants to have with her and so then they they wrote that scene out and we reread it and we were like this is this is great and then yeah we we rehearsed it we rehearsed it you know you always rehearse a bunch of times before they film it yeah and we were we rehearsed it like maybe just once Maybe wow. once, maybe twice, but we just we both kind of got got it, and, uh, yeah. and they they really liked it. And then uh, we did it once, and they were like, "That's it." <laughs> we're like, "All right." And when all it, guys, when that happens, though, like when a director says, "That's it, we got it in one take," do you feel like, "Oh, can I have another go at it?" Or are you just like, "Sweet." Oh man, you know it just depends. Uh, if I yeah. feel like they're right then I'm, yeah. I'm down. Let's, let's move on. 
Yeah. Um, but sometimes I want to explore different stuff. Um, I always like multiple takes that way they can choose. Um, mm. but you know, if you're feeling it and you're like, yeah, that was, that was, that was, that was good. Let's move on. Then yeah. And that's kind of how we both felt. We could have done that scene a million times cause we both really enjoyed it, but all the guys were off to the side watching us and they, uh, they oh were, really yeah it was really funny because we got done with the scene and they're like uh you know they were clapping and hollering and, uh, <laughs> you know stirring you up a bit yeah we just knew we had a good scene you know that, that we did i'm glad it made, made game because we really enjoyed it yeah oh no a lot of people enjoyed that i um is it when you when you're on a movie set compared to a, a game set and you know you're doing multiple takes or this and that like I guess there's a difference here where we're if you're in a show or a movie you can you can watch the playback or you can watch the monitor whether it's in a game you can't really watch your performance back can you or is there a way to do that i mean you you watch it back yeah because okay. so what, what they do is once they cut what they do is they have um they show they have a couple screens one screen has basically you in character and what like how it oh, works. okay and then the other the other screen is you know real life and I was doing it. So you can watch what you're doing. It, it actually, we got, we got more of a chance to do it, um, to watch it like that than I ever do on film or TV sets ever. Yeah. Cause I, when I talk to actors, they always say they, they, they don't really want to watch themselves back. That takes it out of them. It takes it out of the experience. Are you the same or do you like watching your stuff uh, back? And, you know, it's a double-edged sword because I yeah. like watching, I like watching it back just to just to see, you know, on my you know we're all our toughest critics. So just to see if there's like some slight variation that I could do, you know, if I'm, you know, if the camera's here and I'm looking at your the wrong eye to where it's more profile as opposed to being straight on stuff like technical stuff. Um, but then yeah, if you watch it, you know, you can be a little too hard on yourselves, and especially you know TV, they don't have time. You don't have time for you to be okay with yeah. what you see. You know that's why. You, that, you know that's yeah. why you you have, you have to have a, tr a a director you trust because they're yeah. your they're they're your conduit to feeling feeling good about the work that you're doing. Um, you know, yeah. there, there'll, be, there'll be days. You know, there's been days in my career where I've I've walked. I've you know gotten in my car after set and I'm just like down. I'm just down like man i just don't think that i got that scene i don't think that it worked and i'm just you know because you didn't get enough it. time what's up because you didn't get enough time no no just because i don't know just didn't feel right yeah and then, and then you watch it and you're like yeah it's great it was good yeah <laughs> <And they learn. laughs> you know what i mean you just so you're, you know as a creative you're you're hard on yourself about stuff like that or at least i am um I, I had to ask you about Suits because it's one of my favorite shows and I know you were in one episode. Um, what, what Was that a thrill for you? Were you a fan of the show? Um, what was that like on set for that for that show? I know it's I know you've done plenty of movies and, and TV, but that particular show I was a big fan of, so I just wanted to ask you quickly. Yeah, uh, I loved it. I mean, Toronto, yeah. Toronto, first of all, is a great city. Um, and I got to be there for a couple of weeks and it was a lot of fun and everybody was very welcoming and, and yeah. really, and really great to work with. And, um, 
you know, they move really fast and they, they light their sets. It's really dark and I love it. It's just, it just, Isn't it? yeah, it makes it feel much, it gives Very a reality deep. to it that you really don't get sometimes when things are just like lights are everywhere and they're in your face. Yeah. Um, and, and it was a character that I actually hadn't gotten to play before um, where he was, you know, you know, tough as nails, smart, fast, you know, faster talking. And, and I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I, I love, I've never, I've never watched the show. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. But I knew that I needed, I needed to talk fast. So yeah, uh, <laughs> you definitely need to talk fast. You need to talk That's fast. That's for sure. Far even, out. My, even my fastest isn't as fast as a lot of people. So um, do they actually yeah. say speed up or what? Like, how do they, because yeah, they fly by the dialogue in that show. That's for sure. Well, I knew I knew when I when when my manager said it to me, he was like, you know, you need to talk fast. I was like, all right. And he was like, no, no, no. I need you to talk fast. I was like, all right, good. I'll do it. <laughs> um, yeah. I did it. Um, yeah, it worked out. But man, that's a lot of fun. That's it. People really love that show, and um, the actors are really great in it. Really great. Yeah. 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 So oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. Um, you remember switching back to Cold War again. Um, you'll probably remember it will, you haven't played the game, but in the, in the game, there's, uh, you can either save Park or, Le, or Lazar. And obviously, um, look, I saved Lazar. So don't, don't worry. Of course you did. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. You probably said the same thing to Lily, right? Park, yeah. <laughs> no, right, no actually, I actually told Lily that I saved Lazar and she's like, you know what? I don't blame you. He's a, he's a hug of a man. He's a nice guy. Um, people in the chat are asking who you would save. I think it's obvious. I think you, who you would save, isn't it? Well, I mean, I would save her. Oh, what? Yeah. Come on guys. Look, Lazar is great, but, uh, you know, Parks, she's a badass, man. She's she's you, you'll probably get more out of saving her than you would out of Lazar. Well, but one one thing I'm a little pissed about, yeah, is, is that I saw one of the one of the one of the actors sent us, you know, a clip and showed showed you know Park after Lazar died, and she didn't give a shit. <laughs> she didn't care at all. I know. If, like, you know, he'd been putting in some time with her. I know. And she could give a shit after he died. <laughs> I just felt like that was a little uh, little hurtful, a little painful, you know. And you know what? I like that if you save Lazar, there's a there's an ending to the game where um the 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 character you play as Bell turns bad and you end up killing Adler and Lazar and and woods and when you're shooting lazar he says he's trying to turn you back good he's the one character that's trying to like convince you not to do what you're doing i like that touch oh really i didn't even know that, that yeah was, that's what happened yeah it's it's just a couple of a uh, couple of dialogue um a couple of lines but it's sort of like uh the only one that's trying to convince bell so i like that that characterization that sort of stuff i really enjoy but um Touching on uh, Justin here says, "Tell Damon that I didn't save either of them. <laughs> <laughs> I just you left are. them both to die." Well, thanks, thanks Justin. Thanks, selfish Justin. <laughs> uh, 
Um, tell us about. Tell us more about the set. Do you remember any funny moments? I know there was. It was limited time, but do you remember any funny moments or stories that you could share, or just what it was like to work with these guys for for the time you got with them? Because I know the camaraderie on this set was uh, was really uh, good. Yeah, you know, I mean. It was um, in the beginning, you know, I showed up for the first day and we're, we're um, I'm waiting outside of the studio and Lily shows up and she's got like, she's got like tights on and like leg warmers from the eighties on her ankles. <laughs> and she's like, and, and she just looked like she, like her hair was in like a pigtail or something. I was like, well, who is this girl <laughs> that showed up? <laughs> Who is this person? And she yeah. was—it was really funny. Um, and you'd never met. You'd never met. No, I'd never point. met no. her before. Yeah. Um, and then, um, yeah, you know, a lot of fun stuff happened when we went up to Wisconsin to Raven to do a bunch of training with with those guys. And it was just—it was me, uh, Damon Allen, Bruce, and uh, Reggie, and yep. we. We had so much fun and they were, you know, Damon, Damon Allen, we went to dinner one night, you know, pre COVID and, and we went to dinner one night and Damon Allen makes friends with some dude at the bar and <laughs> ends up buying cheese out of his, out of his trunk of his car and then brings it, <laughs> brings it in. He opens up like the cellophane. It just reeks. I mean, it just smells. <laughs> he's just digging in, just digging in. He's just offering everybody some of his cheese that he got from some dude in the trunk of his car. Oh, okay. Only, only in Wisconsin can that happen. And then one night, wow. One, one night we all went out to to have dinner and in, in, in a drink, and and I, man, my stomach, something. So I ate something wrong. So the whole, whole rest of the weekend, um, or the week that we were working. I was just off. So we were doing like gun training, doing all this stuff. And um, every like 15, 20 minutes, man, <laughs> throw the gun down and run to the, run to the bathroom. And they were like, dude, we can't, we can't bring Damon anywhere. So, um, every, I mean, that look, must man, have been random. Far we out. just, we just had a lot of fun. And um, yeah. You know, and Chris Pank Gilbert and Piot and those guys, like we just, Man, we just had a lot of fun, a lot of goofing around, a lot of goofing around. It was great. And this isn't your first game, is it? You've done, uh, you were Nemesis, is that right, in um, Infinite? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but that I just did the voice for. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then for um, and then for Red Dead Redemption, I did a bunch of, like, the townsfolk. and. Oh, really? Uh, wow. I think, I think a sheriff. and Yeah, that was cool. That was bomb. That's good. A lot of people like that game, don't they? Oh yeah, that's a that's a big big game. That's yeah. um. How how many days did you record that? Was that a one day thing? Was that a multiple day thing? Red Dead. That was just that? one day. One day, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they had me in the booth. They had my you know my face geared up. Oh really? Action. Yeah. And then I just did one full day. I think of like ten hours, nine ten hours. Just, so just just those two games. Yeah, just those two, I think. <laughs> yeah, you you I have done know. a lot. No, no, not a lot of games, man. Are you, do you want to do you want to do more games, or do you want to stick to TV and film, or like 
just whatever like just more work i mean you know when you get a family you gotta work so whatever whatever comes my way but i love the video game especially the um, performance capture because that's yeah. as close that's as close to being on stage as you get as you know doing a lot of tv and film because you're you know you have this huge area to work with and you get to be creative and not only that but the auditions the auditions for for you know video games and stuff like that are a lot of fun because you get to be really creative and you get to you have to create your own world i think even more so than you do in tv and film you know um yeah and there's really no you know there's no marks that you have to hit like you're just able to move and it's uh it's awesome man it's a lot of fun um reaper in the chat says i love red dead redemption to appreciate your work a lot honestly appreciate it um i wanted to ask you as well damon what um how did it work like doing the lines at home did you have your own little recording booth that you ad hoc like created or you already had one or what um my closet so (laughs) yeah which i've heard that it's not my closet, my wife's closet, basically. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, I got to move all of her shoes and shit off the ground. And I, lay, <laughs> I lay down like a, a big fur rug or a blanket on the ground, yeah. put up my stuff. And then yeah. I close close the doors, put a blanket over that. It gets hot in there. It is hot. Uh, it would, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Especially when you're doing like six hour sessions, man. It's brutal. Um, and you can't it, put a fan or anything because that'll distract from the the noise. That's right. And you can't have my, you know, you can't have an your AC running or anything like that. So it gets hot. Um, but it was yeah. fun, man. I think Lily had to do something really creative. She had to like, she had to get like under her bed or something. She had to do something really strange. Yeah, she said she had blankets and all sorts yeah. of shit around her. <laughs> yeah, I think Bruce, Bruce, and Piat might be the only ones that have like, like booths in their in their places i know bruce has one it's pretty cool um yeah but uh but he's you know he's he's uh master chief now and, and all that stuff and he's got a nice voice doesn't he that man yeah he does he does but i gotta wow. say you, you're not too bad yourself either i mean i i can hear a little bit of lazar now but you're definitely putting something on to get to him was that a hard voice to like, how did the character come about? Did you need any direction or did it just come to you or how, how did it work? Well, when we talked about it, because I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm Syrian, I'm half Syrian, so I've always oh, okay. had an Arabic accent in my wheelhouse and it's kind of oh, a wow. nondescript one. And I, I did it for NCIS for years. And um, so when I talked to them about Lazar, you know, their main thing was that he doesn't really talk unless unless spoken to and when he does speak he's you know it's very deep and kind of quiet um so i I just kind of toned it down a little bit from my normal voice and then just added you know some deeper texture which was tough because you know you need to project a good bit and i think you know bruce and bruce is really good about that you know he has a deep voice that's really clear and projected and that's difficult, mm. and that's that's you know, that's God-given talent. Also, a lot of hard work to get yeah. it exactly the way it is. So, 
um, you know, you know, listening to him and talking to him, you learn a lot. Is it something you, you can lot. just turn on right now at the flick of a dime? Yeah. Well, Damon, what do you want to know? You want to talk about Park or you want to talk about how Lazar is sad that, um, that Park left him? Didn't care whether he died or whether he uh, lived. I liked her very much. But you know, his life. <laughs> well, that answers that question. Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> you know, it takes, it, I mean, that was rough. That was rough, but, but you know. Well, it has it made a wall, yeah. Cursing, and then you start you know, doing it and then, and then you stop listening to the voice you yeah. know, when you're doing stuff, you know, a lot of, a lot of my Australian friends who have American accents, they say that, you know, it takes them a, takes them a second. They got it. But then once they start to do it and they're a little bit more comfortable after a little bit of time, you know, they, you stop listening to your own voice. Yeah. It's funny in, in Australia because they're, they're all so conditioned to have American accents that when they come back to Australia to do Australian movies, they find it weird to do their natural accent right. again. Can you do an American accent? Oh, you're putting me on the spot now. Um, Demon, how you doing, man? <laughs> That's pretty good. No, that is not good. That is not good. Um, <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's, good. Why I'm, That's why I'm the interviewer, not the voice ah. actor. Um, so you, you got any plans to play this game at all? Come on, man. You might, you might like gaming. Have you, man, have you given it a I, shot? <laughs> Is that why? But I like being married more. <laughs> my, my wife, if, you know, it's one thing if, you know, when we started dating, if I was already a gamer and yeah. that was something that she had to get used to or, you know, just accept, but man, like starting starting gaming when we've been married after you know five six years i think she divorced me in a heartbeat and man when you get (laughs) you know we have a small we have a small you know quaint house and like you know my daughter you know with the you know little ones running around there's just no time man i wake up i wake up about 5 30 every morning to get about an hour and a half of my own time in every day yeah. Or before, before, you know, the girls wake up, it's the only way that I can stay sane. What will you do? What, what will you do in that time? Do you like read, meditate, chill out? What do you have any rituals? Well, I wait, you know, I, I make my coffee. I listen to uh, some music, whatever I'm feeling that day while I make my coffee. And then um, I'll turn on sports for about, yeah. for about a half hour just to kind of while I and then I stretch um and then yep. uh, do some push-ups and stuff like that and then for the last like 15 minutes i'll meditate turn off the tv and if it's if it's nice outside i'll sit out in my front yard and meditate otherwise i'll just do it on the on my couch does that help you how long have you been doing that I've been doing it for a couple of years yeah you know it really i mean some days it's better than others but it just gives me a bit of a ground i have a lot of you know things going on in my head early in the morning yeah so if i can just focus those and just kind of actually forget about them for just about 10 minutes Mm. it really makes a difference 
you know, and it's stuff, you know, like before, before I go into a scene, I, I do a little ritual where I, you know, I take some deep breaths and, and clear my head a little bit because when you, you know, sometimes you have a lot going on in your head of how the scene should go and how it should go, how it should work, what, what places to hit. And, you know, if you take a moment to just let all of that go, it all it, it, it seems more fluid it seems more yeah. fluid yeah um what what sports what are your top sports over there in la baseball in LA. nfl nba well i do fantasy football oh yeah. that's yeah. why you're not a gamer you're a fantasy oh, fan. <laughs> that's where the time's going hey eh? brutal now brutal. it makes sense yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so i do that i do that i follow football anyway and then I watch, you know, I watch a lot of basketball. I played basketball growing up. Um, yeah? Who do you support? So I, what's up? Who do you go for? I'm a Spurs fan because I'm... Yes! Fantastic. Yeah, are you a Spurs fan? I'm Spurs as well, baby. Why? Why are you a Spurs fan? Um, well, it came to a point when I was about 13 where I'm like, I've got to pick a team. I've got no affiliation with anyone. I just love Tim Duncan. So I just went with the Spurs. That was literally why I went for them. <laughs> Just because of and, him, so. And you got Mills on that squad now. Yeah, you know? now we got Mills, who's Aussie. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's I just, my reasoning. I don't have any attachment to San Antonio or anything. You know, when I lived in Texas, my the guy that I worked for at the time had season tickets to the Spurs, and so he would take. I'd get to go every once. Oh, in a while. nice. Man, it was you know, I really liked it. and Popovich, the head coach. Yeah. I just, I just love you know I love the person he is, the coach he is. Oh, he's got to be one of the best coaches of all time. Yeah, he's just a top-notch human being. Yeah. Um, And I, you know, I like that. You know, I gravitate towards that. Yeah, 100%. So, um, any other other projects on the horizon for this year that you can talk about or anything like that? Yeah, well, I'm hoping to find out here pretty soon. I did an HBO Max pilot called Redbird Lane in December. Um, wow. ho- hopefully we'll find out if we get picked up and if uh, you do are you a regular i'm not i'm not i do a recurring okay. on it so you know, okay. I'll, I'll do some episodes and uh, but it's well, that's a good really, really cool um you know psychological thriller that has you know has susan nice. Randon and has danny houston in it um kiersey clemens it's it's really really cool idea um so HBO, so, I tell you what, they don't make a bad show. I know, I know. <laughs> they I know. literally do not make a bad show. Everything I've seen. You know, is we've been watching. Awesome. We've been watching uh, Yellowstone. Uh, yeah, watching Yellowstone. Yeah. You seen that? I just just got into it actually. Yeah, Funnily it's like enough. Sons of Anarchy meets Cowboys. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. That's uh, Taylor Sheridan, I think, who yeah. created that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's yeah. awesome. I love him. Yeah, he did uh, Sicario, and what's what's the one with Chris Pine? You remember that? Hell or high water. Hell or high water. Is that it? Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I think that's the one. But um, yeah, yeah. So you know, I know, like, because I I know that once once the once the game wraps up, once you've done your last lines, do they say? hope like what do they say do they say hope to see you in the next one do they like because you know the call of duty there's usually a sequel to these sort of games so how did they 
do they give you a hint like oh yeah you might be back or does it, is it just you just don't know oh man i mean even if they did i couldn't tell you <laughs> <laughs> you know i have to try man come on yeah, i have to try uh, i don't want to get you in trouble though so it's no, all good. You, you know you gotta hope that that you know maybe you come back at another dime uh because it's such a good game and if yeah. you if you're able to that's you know how lucky are you yeah um, so we'll we'll see we'll see <laughs> right? but the thing is you're are you not dead or alive because you know depending on the player's choice you could be dead do you know what i mean i was saying this to lily like how would that work you know and what did Lily say? <laughs> she 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 had no idea either. She's like, yeah, that's a that's a tough one because people like Sims, um, he's he's still alive no matter what ending you get. Um, same with Woods and Mason, right? Well, yeah, most of the endings. But with um, Park and Lazar, it's just a, a funny one because you can't one of them has to die no matter what. Well, I think that's up to you guys. I think I think yeah. you guys are the ones that need to, you know, let Activision know that um, that Park and Lazar have to come back. You yeah. know, um, I you know I don't know how it works, man. I don't know how they they do all. I really have no idea how they accomplished what they did. I mean, to put it into perspective, to do what they did during a global pandemic. Oh yeah, it's crazy. To be able to pull it off as well as they did, you know, um, I think that that's that's so impressive. But yeah, all that stuff, you know, it's as an actor, man, all that stuff, every it's all out of your hands. All you exactly, can do, yeah, you know, you can just put in your performance. Yeah, that's right. Any any actor, any young actor, like yeah, you, you just have to realize that all of that stuff, it's out of your hands. All you can do is go in and. Um, and do your job and hope yeah. for the best, you know? No, a hundred percent. Yeah. Um, Marcus Dan, the man, uh, asked, can we hear a speed cola speeds up your life in the Lazar voice? He's donated $5. He says, can we hear speed cola speeds up your life? Sp- speed collar re- speeds up your life. <laughs> <laughs> it's a zombie line. I don't know. I don't know if you remember doing all the zombie lines. They're like one-off, um, one-off lines from Lazar. Um, he says your voice is very soothing. He says speed cola speeds up your life in the Lazar voice. But that's the line. Speed collar speeds up your life. Speed cola. Speed cola. Yeah, speeds, speeds up, up your life. life. Yeah. Um, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's a weird I know it's a weird uh line speed but cola speed cola speeds up your life. That's good. Close. That's, That's good. close enough. That's pretty good, man. Um before I let you go, any um any advice for young actors or anything like that? Any any advice cuz you've been in the business for a while, you've done a bunch of shows, some really good shows and movies, so and now Cold War, you've ticked all the boxes. Um any advice? Oh man, there's so much, so much advice. <laughs> you know, you where do you start? Do, well, I mean, only do it if you have to do. It. I hear that a lot. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? I mean, look, it's easy. It's it's really easy when it's just you. You know, but when you when you have a you know when you have family when you have kids 
you know, the, you know, takes a strain. It takes a strain sometimes. And unless, you know, you're really lucky, really talented, you know, to be able to, to sustain, um, it's tough. Um, you know, don't, you know, I think Clooney, Clooney said, you know, if you can't give it 10 years, don't give it a day. You know, if you can't, wow. if you can't give your career 10 years, um, then don't, don't try it because, you know, unless you're that 1% or less than 1% that just knock it out of the park immediately, it's, it's going to take some time for you to develop your mm. craft and also to develop your career. Um, but man, there's no, I mean, there's no, no better job to me, you know? So, yeah. um, you know, if that's how you feel, then fuck yeah, go for it. Um, yeah. You know, failure, you know, you're going to fail a bunch of times in life. So you might as well just go for a full tilt and hopefully you'll, you'll be successful, you know? And I, I, I don't know. You tell me if this is a question you don't want to answer, but like out of how many auditions do you think you've had over the years that you haven't landed? Do you know what I mean? Just to give someone a perspective on how much hard work goes into it. Hundreds. Yeah. Hundreds, hundreds of hundreds of auditions and you don't, you don't hear a no. Right? You don't even hear anything. Yeah. You don't, you just don't hear anything. You, yeah. you know, you'll, you, you know, your, your job is, to go in and do your interpretation of that character. And if you choose to pay me, you choose to pay me. Um, but this is, this is what I'm bringing. Um, and I think, yeah, you do hundreds and you just don't hear a no. And that, that can fuck with you. you know, yeah. that'll, that'll, that'll fuck with your psyche, man. At least when you go in for a job interview, you hear a no and maybe they mm. found something else, but you know, that can fuck with you. Um, and especially ones, you know, you get every once in a while, you, you get that you're really excited for that. You're really excited for, and you put a ton of time into it and you mm. really, you really want to do, you really want to play this character. And those are, those are, you know, sometimes those are the ones that you never get a call back. You never get, you never get a no or a reason behind it. I mean, a lot, some of the yeah. auditions, some of the auditions that I've put the least amount of time into are the ones that I've. <laughs> that, that I you get <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah that'd you be just right make, yeah. you make a choice and you just go with it yeah yeah uh, but yeah i mean hundreds man hundreds yeah that's crazy it's crazy. um your 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 wife's a an actor as well i believe yeah she was. she was she was she was she was very successful she had a really great career um yeah but you know man she just you know she she fell out of love with it Oh really? Yeah. Yeah, she reads with me on all my auditions, and she's awesome. She's one of the, she's one of the few people where the camera, she's just as beautiful in person as she is on camera. The camera loves her, um, and she um, she really pops. But yeah, man, you know it was it was time for her to move on. Now she's a very successful esthetician um, here in Beverly Hills, and you know. Wow. She, she, you know, she has a great career now. And I, I think, I think for her, that was the best choice for her life, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, it's, as an actor, you fall in and out of love with not, maybe not necessarily acting, but you fall definitely out of love with the business. 
Um, oh yeah. And so it's inevitable, you know? And so it's, you know, that's why, you know, meditating in the morning and is, yeah. is, is, is crucial key because you just, you have to get in the right mindset to start your day. Um, yeah. And be thankful, you know, a lot of things to be grateful for, especially nowadays, you know, there are so many families out there that are hurting right now and lost significant others. And it's a really tough time. So you got to be thankful for, you know, all the, the blessings that you have. Justin says, tell Damon, I wasn't selfish. I didn't want those two to die alone. That's why I didn't save either of them. Yeah. Whatever <laughs> makes you feel better, Justin. Whatever, whatever makes you feel better about yourself, leaving, leaving, <laughs> leaving two people behind. Yeah, right. Oh, well, thanks for taking the time today, man. I I really, really appreciate it. Some really good insights. Reggie's actually in the chat now as well. He says, this fucking guy, Reggie Watkins, who who plays um, Sims. That fucking guy. That fucking guy. Oh, man. (laughs) With his clean clean Air Jordans. He's always got the cleanest Air Jordans (laughs) ever seen. We're in Wisconsin. It's snowing outside. He's got a perfectly clean Air Jordans on. He yeah. says, uh, "He says I love you, bro." And LeBron is the goat. <laughs> you know, you know. First of all, I love you too, Reggie, very much. <laughs> LeBron could be the goat. Could be the goat. I was, I was thinking the other day because they're probably going to win again this year, aren't they? Let's be honest. I don't know, like, man. I no, know. they, they definitely could. You know, yeah, Reggie, yeah. Reggie thinks they will. <laughs> a lot, this, is a long, this is a long season. If one of those two guys gets hurt, it's over for them. True, uh, true. Um, but I don't know, man. I mean, Jordan Jordan is he's the greatest winner of all time. So it's tough. He's like, so you're on the Jordan camp? I don't know. It's, it's, it, to me, it's kind of like, it's kinda like um, Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, to me, is the best quarterback I've ever seen play. But Tom Brady is the biggest winner of all time. So it's like how – it's a tough choice, man. Tough well, going choice. off stats or going off how they played, is that what you mean? Well, I mean, just how they play. I would want yeah. Aaron Rodgers as my quarterback just because I just – I've never seen anybody like play that position the way he does. Yeah. Uh, Mahomes, Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes is, is a close second. But Tom Brady's just a winner. Everything he does is about winning. And um, so, know, how many more wins? How many more uh, championships would LeBron need for you to go into his camp, or would that would no stat help? You're just you're the Jordan because I'm I probably swing towards Jordan as well, to be honest. You know, it's just because it's it's uh, that's a piece of my childhood. Jordan, yeah, I know. Yeah, Jordan was God, man. He was God. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I I wore Jordan underwear. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> everything was Michael Jordan, and so look. Realistically, I mean, you know, you take you take the sentimentality out of it. You know, LeBron is probably the greatest all-around player, right? He can, yeah. He can he can shoot, he can assist, he can rebound. He's done unbelievable. He's taken like you know however many teams to the finals year in and year out. He's probably the greatest all-around player. Yeah, but man. He's n- you're never going to sell me on on, yeah. on him. Who's being... your favorite Spurs player? Just quickly, all time. Yeah, Bruce Bowen. Oh, nice. 
Oh, because he was an asshole and he was he would get he would just just entertaining he would just throw people off their game and i don't know i just <laughs> like and i like him as a commentator because he wears his, his bow tie all the time and it's you know there are a few men on the world that can hey pull, yeah pull off a bow tie i mean who the fuck can pull off a bow tie? no way yeah, yeah you're man, right me actually me neither. yeah that's tough yeah that's tough tim Manu Ginobili, I think, will probably be second just because. Oh, you know, really? Yeah. yeah, he was fearless. I love Tim Duncan, but um, um, I don't know, man. He would just—he was just fearless. Yeah. But then there would be times where he would do something so stupid that you're yelling. You know, you're yelling. That, that's that's why I wouldn't put him up there just for that exact thing. Yeah. But man, you just—and you never saw him coming. You know, like he doesn't look like much. And then all of a sudden he's dunking on your head. He looks a bit like an accountant, but when he plays, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Excuse me. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. Who's your favorite? Oh, probably Tim Duncan. Yeah, probably yeah. Tim. But um, uh, I, I did like Parker. I know people think he's overrated, but I. That was when I sort of grew up around that era. So overrated? Yeah. I don't think so. No, I don't think so either. No, definitely no. not. No. All right, mate. I really appreciate your time. Um, hopefully, we'll get you back for the next Call of Duty <laughs> when you're in that as Lazar again. And oh, um, <laughs> but uh, thank you for taking the time, man. And for everyone out there, you can follow Damon on Instagram. What's your Instagram ha- handle, Damon? Instagram and Twitter <laughs> at Damon Dave. Too easy. Pretty easy. Too easy. Yeah, man. Beautiful. Um, got much planned for the rest of the day? I'm on daddy duty, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I'm on daddy duty. Oh, that's good. That's and good. So, uh, you know, maybe put a little, maybe, you know, watch a little Frozen this afternoon. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. You know, Not Frozen 2, just the first one you on know, repeat? Yeah, on repeat. Every morning I wake up. That's why I have to listen to music because every morning I wake up with a different Frozen song in my head. All you, all you parents out there with little girls, you know what I'm talking about. Um, yeah, I don't know. You know, maybe a swing set. You know, who knows? What about you? What about well, you? Well, I'll tell you. Well, you know, Frozen. I didn't know this, but it was. It's actually the most sold Blu-ray of all time. Is it really? Did you know that the most sold like DVD Blu-ray ever. Who the so fuck? That's, there's who a the fact fuck for you. Has, who has Blu-rays? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't tell you the last time I watched the DVD. You I know, know. It's been a while, hasn't it? Yeah. 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 Well, that's great. Well, you know, my, my daughter likes to pick winners. And that's what she <laughs> does. Uh, all good, man. No, appreciate your time. Um, we'll have to do it again. Thanks Absolutely. so much, man. Anytime. Pleasure, man. Take care. Take care.